Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to yet another Stephless episode of Chasing Childhood. This is a weekly podcast where we review our childhood favorites and see if they still hold up as adults. My name is Lex, and this week I am joined by the lovely Simone and wonderful Shalina. Hello, ladies. (laughs) And where are we? The girls' Girls room. room. (laughs) I will never forget Shalina and I were actually talking about doing like a Halloween episode together like a few months ago. We were like, let's have a party with Bria and Simone and a bunch of other people. We were like so excited. We made a, what's it called? A flyer and everything. We were like so ready. (laughs) Clearly it didn't happen. (laughs) It's okay. I still want to see the flyer. Yeah. I'm like, if I still have it somewhere, I'll definitely send it to you. But yeah, so introduce yourselves, ladies. Tell the people who you are. Um, well, I'm Simone, friend of the podcast, yes. uh, a former co-host of Roll Call Pod. We're not <laughs> releasing any new content, but I can't tell you how excited I was to receive a DM from Lex about collaborating again. <laughs> um, and I'm just happy to be jumping back into the podcast chair again. Yes. So happy to support my friends. Yay. Yes. Happy to have you here. Oh, my gosh. Simone literally whooped our asses <laughs> on everything 90s. And we have a fun little game, too, for you to also flex your skills on. <laughs> hey, I'm excited for that. Yes. And Shalina, welcome hey, back. Good to be back. Oh the my Mary gosh. Poppins episode was really fun. Oh, my gosh. That was that so much one. fun. If you guys it get was... a chance, go listen. It, it was a blast. Yes. Uh, so if anyone's <laughs> listening that... If you haven't heard of me, I'm Shalina. I'm the host of Everything 90s Podcast. Um, and I haven't released an episode in a while. I've been busy because I moved recently, started a new teaching job. Oh, so congrats. I, congrats. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm preoccupied with that. Where'd you move to? Well, don't tell the people where your exact oh, location is. No, it's about <laughs> two hours away from where I was before. Nice. Well, let's get into our fun game. We already decided before recording that we're going to work <laughs> as a team. So we're just all going to do this together. So I'm going to give a quick movie quote and you guys have to guess where it's from. So first quote is, hello, I want my book. Bonjour, je veux mon livre. I have no idea. I want to say Beauty and the Beast. Are these no. themed? Like These Halloween are like themed? Halloween themed movies. I, sh- oh. I probably should have oh. given Is you this from Hocus time. Pocus? Like yes. at the end, the end credits? It's during the part where they're in the kiln or whatever it's called for the film. Oh. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and they have to listen to the French phrase over and over and over again. Yes. Okay. In that building. Okay. Yes. That was, a, that was a deep cut yeah. line. Okay. I was like, I can't make that one too, too easy. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do a muck. You guys are going to get it in a second. Next one is, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. (laughs) Next one is, are you a gambling man, Sandy? I have no idea. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I love the hand race. Never seen that. (laughs) You have it? I have not. You have to. Tis the season. (laughs) It's like the perfect time. You got to like, you got to watch it. A movie that can transcend. If you miss it Halloween season, you can watch a Christmas season. It's perfect. All right. This one's kind of funny to me. But that thing back where it came from, where so help me. Yes. (laughs) I love to shoot some every time. That is Monsters Inc., baby. Monsters Inc. (laughs) Oh, 
Is that who says that in that one? Mike. That was yeah, Mike. Mike. And then they turned it into a musical, like put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me. Oh, and they're it's like, so she's out of our hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next one is a little hard. Can I keep you? Oh, Casper. Okay. <laughs> I, that's one. literally the one that I didn't know if you guys would get. Uh, oh, it, that line always makes me cry. Just really? buckets yes. of tears. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This one's one of my favorites. This is the skin of a killer. <laughs> Twilight? <laughs> Never seen that one either. <laughs> I just had to watch New Moon yesterday. And oh, I was Lord. like, why does Edward look like Tiny Diamond from Trolls World Tour? <laughs> <laughs> Shalina, have you ever seen Trolls World Tour? No. Okay, I have to show you a picture. This is Tiny Diamond. He's voiced by Keenan. Oh. I don't know if you can see this, but he literally... Oh, cute. He's perfectly Edward Cullen. He's so sparkly. The next one is I Got a Rock. That's from Charlie Brown. It is the Great Pumpkin. Shalina, don't tell me you haven't seen that one. I have not seen that one. (gasps) Oh! Is that a show or a movie? Like an episode or a movie? It's a movie. Oh, yeah, like a 30-minute short. It's super so short. Cute. No, uh, the next one is, all you have to do is want something and then let yourself have it. Oh, Halloween Town. Yay! I was like, you have to get one of these. <laughs> all right, we'll do two more. The next one is, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know. You like the hands that went with that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Can you give us another clue? The voice is done by Adam Sandler. Oh, is that Hotel Transylvania? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. And then the last one is, this is my costume. I'm a homicidal maniac. They look just like everyone else. Oh, Adam's family. Yay. All right, ladies. So um, real quick. Now I'm so curious. So what did you guys do when you were younger on Halloween? Because this is going to be one of our spooky season episodes. So I want to know like what your favorite movies were when you were little, like what your favorite Halloween movies were, any songs you were obsessed with, like give us the dirty deeds. Shalina, do you want to start? Because I'm excited. I'm like, (laughs) I need to know. Like, what did you watch? Yes. Um, I watched a lot of Halloween Town, all of them. Um, How did you feel about the sequels? Uh, I enjoyed them, but I was sad that Kimberly, was her name Kimberly, wasn't in the last Kimberly one. Kimberly J. Brown, yeah. Just like, Sarah Paxton. I was like, you can't Why? just replace her. <laughs> I know. That was shady. That yeah. was so shady. And I think the reason why is because they didn't think she was marketable anymore or relatable anymore. She was saying yeah. something about like, she wanted to do it, but they didn't allow her. That's crazy to me. I wonder yeah. if that had to do that episode you were just talking about the like Disney contracts when they were like maxing out of like, you know, they made the Lizzie McGuire movie, but like they didn't make other yeah. movies because I wonder if that had to do with it. Which is and I mean, so by ageist. that time, too, maybe she was just like too old to be relatable anymore because I feel like in Halloween Town High, she was already looking like she was like in her early 20s, like she was already very mature. And I was like, maybe they just replaced her because she wasn't that demographic anymore. I'm not sure. I feel like the fans wouldn't care. I feel like they should have visited her in college and just like, like had her be in it because she would have fit perfectly. Yeah. But was that your go-to movie? 
Halloween Town? Yes, Halloween Town. Um, oh, good. Double Double Toil and Trouble is my favorite oh, Halloween so movie. Good. Not talked about enough, in my I opinion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What about you, Simone? Oh, boy. Where do I get started? Halloween's, oh, no. <laughs> um, Halloween's my favorite day of the year. It oh, is my like my Super Bowl. Um, I just love it very much and always get like a bit of a seasonal depression, like slump after oh, it. No. So this month, as we're like just a few days away from October 1st, we are busting out our decorations. Yes. Um I was a big trick-or-treater, loved candy, loved dressing up, loved just like I trick-or-treated until I was 18 years old. I yes. kid you not. Like <laughs> I trick-or-treated my freshman year of college and then yes. I was like, okay, now it feels a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> oh my But gosh. I love watching movies. Um and it, I go from very kid-friendly, like what we're talking about today, all the way up to like the super creepy conjuring spooky Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh I can't do the conjuring I'm like I just watched scream last night and I was like it was so good yeah but I'm so happy it didn't have like a supernatural element to it because I cannot do supernatural anything like yeah. I will not sleep for a month I'm like that person. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you Shalina do you like like slasher films or paranormal no, films no, no, no all my favorite Halloween movies are all kid friendly yeah. movies definitely oh my gosh although I tried to show my niece the other day I tried to show her Halloween Town and she was like can we turn this off can we put on Descendants can we put on Monster High and I was like why am I at that age now (laughs) like I stopped being relatable (laughs) um it's so rude last year um as one of the like lessons that I taught for creative writing I showed a couple of episodes of are you afraid of the dark uh, to students and um I was like okay like this is how like a story arcs like from beginning middle to end and then I had them write their own short and scary stories but they were like and I chose like two of the scarier episodes the one with Bozo the Clown with like the removable nose and then um the one with the pool monster and these were episodes for me that were like genuinely terrifying as a kid and they were just like this is dumb. This is, they were like ripping on the kids' outfits and they're like, why is that kid's hair so red? I'm like, because he's red haired. Oh my God. Like, um, they're too busy roasting the entire thing. Yeah, dude. Gen Z oh. is ruthless. I love it. But yeah, so that reminds me, I was going to ask you guys, what are there any shows from when you were kids that had like a Halloween episode that really sticks out to you? Ooh, that's a good question. Because to me, like last night, I just watched Fairly Odd Parents when they come out in those giant robot jack-o'-lantern outfits. <laughs> and like, and then there was Sean is like, there's none other than Boy Meets World, the Scream mm. episode. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So Salute Your Shorts had a good Halloween episode. It was the, it was like the tale. Oh, shoot. I forget what it was, but it was like a guy whose like face was like super distorted oh my gosh oh yeah it, that one was it was almost like a banned episode because it was deemed like too scary wow what about you shalina do you remember any from like disney channel or nickelodeon or anything um so we have a uh, family channel and ytv mm. yeah saw we had like similar shows but two that come to mind is arthur oh <gasps> Um, when they think Sue Ellen is is a ghost, and there's like a Halloween party in the library, and then they think one of their friends is a ghost, 
dress up as a ghost, but it's actually a real ghost Ooh. that lives in the library. The tea, the black like this whole time they're thinking, oh, that's so-and-so. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. And then... I just saw one that says, I just Googled it. I saw one that says, Arthur's scary stories. And then one of them says, what scared Sue Ellen? It says she walks through the woods, stops and looks at a calling crow. She hears a weird howling sound. I'm oh, like, no. No, no, no. That's the suspense. Not the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll have to read the rest of this later. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. And the Lizzie McGuire one. <gasps> That's such that a one. good one. Always play on Halloween. Yes. With Dia de los Muertos. It's so good. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then I just saw even Stevens. Did you ever see that one when they drink the milk and they all become like zombies? Oh no. I I wasn't really That's a crazy one. Oh, okay. All right, so let's get into Tower of Terror, guys, because I'm Yay. so excited about this. Like, we were messaging earlier, and I was like, so much to say. I feel like there, we have so many questions and not enough answers, and we need to <laughs> send these to the execs of Disney and get some answers. So, yeah, so Tower of Terror is a 1997 American supernatural horror television film written and directed by DJ McHale. The film was actually Disney's first film based on one of its theme park attractions and the only one produced for television. It aired on ABC on October 26th, 1997 as a presentation of the wonderful world of Disney. The cast consists of Steve Gutenberg, Kirsten Dunst, Nia Peoples, Michael McShane, Amesy Strickland, Melora Hardin, and more. The film didn't win any notable awards, but Kirsten Dunst was nominated at the Young Artist Award uh, for her role as Anna Patterson. Was well-deserved. Like, that was, she was yeah. the best actress in this by far. <laughs> like, by far. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I can't wait to get into the review. So here's a quick plot summary by an anonymous author on IMDb. A disgraced reporter investigates an abandoned luxury hotel where five people mysteriously disappeared 60 years earlier. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys, let's get into our fun facts. <laughs> the one fun fact. <laughs> yes, the one fun fact. So this may seem crazy, guys, and unexpected because, I mean, the lack of exterior shots in this movie, if you can't pick up on the uh sarcasm from me um so both interior and exterior shots were actually filmed at the tower of terror attraction at the disney hollywood studios which used to be known as mgm and i, I think that's that. why it's so hard to stream because i think yeah. it's still under like the mgm umbrella which is why it's not on disney plus yeah, we literally, I had such trouble trying to find this movie. Yeah. I luckily found it on YouTube, but it was so hard to find. Yeah. And since this was also a made-for-TV movie, the director, DJ McHale, um, also created the series Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ooh, so fun. when I had, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, totally, this gives me Are You Afraid of the Dark vibes. And then when yeah. I saw him, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, this was oh, so is he Canadian then? Mm -hmm. Canadian. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I've seen like the promos for it. So spooky. Oh, I love a spooky show. All right, guys. So when was the last time you saw this or have you ever seen this? Um, I had a fever dream. I was like, I can't tell if I've seen this movie, but I definitely remember seeing promos for it on the Disney channel. Um this was 97 when it came out, so it was like prime seven years old so I definitely remember seeing commercials for it 
but I don't think I ever got around to actually sitting down and watching it. However, they had the VHS for it at Blockbuster. And I definitely remember like the cover of this movie and always walking by it and being like, should I, should I not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. When I was watching Scream last night, I there was one part where they were in a movie store and I was like, I miss Blockbuster so much. Yeah. We need to bring it back. Yeah. Jelena, had you ever seen this before? I have. This was actually one of my favorite Halloween movies as a kid. Really? <laughs> yes. I love that. And it's one that I feel like is not talked about a lot when it comes to like conversations about Halloween movies from childhood. Yeah. So I did I mention like... it last year or the year before. Yeah. On my Halloween episode. And they're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, it's a tower and it's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it could be more clear. Um, Yeah, I had never seen this before today. And I was like, what even is this movie? Like the (laughs) quality, I don't know if it was just YouTube, but the quality was like so 90s and like so spotty. I literally wrote that down. I was like, is it just me or is there like a dream filter that's like washing over? But again, I think that that's a 90s thing. And I think that's a kale thing because that's what the Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes kind of looked like. It was almost like you were dreaming it or imagining it. I was like, is this just really old or is it (laughs) a stylistic decision? Like, (laughs) apparently it was coherent with the rest of his work. So that's good. Right. Um, it makes me feel a little bit younger. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Shalina, do you remember the first time you ever saw this? Yeah. So I think it came on Family Channel here in in Ontario. Yeah. Can't were you scared one. of this when you were younger or were you like, this is not scary um, at all. This is perfect. So before I seen the movie, I've actually been on the ride with my dad when I was in grade three. Oh, nice. But looking back, I'm like, why are you taking me on this ride? I'm like <laughs> eight years old. I haven't turned eight yet because my birthday's late. Right. <laughs> I'm like, why would you take me on this ride? It was very terrifying. Very terrifying. And then a couple of years later, I'm like, oh, I went like when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh, I went on the ride. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think I found the only part that I found was a bit scary was um, Abigail's character, the reveal when we're like, oh, she's really this person. Oh, <laughs> you mean it's the like, trunk of voodoo magic that she yes. has in the asylum? <laughs> yeah. So when when it's revealed that she's the sister, yes. the yeah. trunk of voodoo, yeah. and she just literally like, just wrote hate all over everything. I was like, oh, I wonder who the villain book that is. She had. She's like, <laughs> she's like this fugly slut. <laughs> it's so terrible. I was like. Just, like, say you're the villain without saying you're the villain. Like, she knew everything. Like, I spotted that she was the villain right off the bat just because she knew everything about everything. She was like, this is the only night a year where we can cast the spell. And I know exactly where the spell book is. And I know exactly what it's called. And, like, I know what happened to them. And I was like, you did it. Like, 100% you did it. But yeah, uh, the guise of being like a cute old feeble woman. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't go in there. Oh, you Me? have to do them. <laughs> Good acting skills. I wish like... people could see this. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have to put a clip of that on Instagram. <laughs> that was perfect. My favorite is when they would... Yes. My mm-hmm. favorite was when they would zoom in on her face and she'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's 
too freaky. Even now, like, I think the last time I've seen it was last year. And I was yes. like, no, <laughs> it still gives me the creeps. I was like, her whole her role character. is just coming out of nowhere and laughing maniacally at everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I will say I loved how spooky this was at first. Like, I love how they got into the hotel. Like, they basically were getting haunted. Like, they had the... Immediately. Um, yeah, the pen that dropped on the counter. They had the rain that was falling and the little girl singing. I was like, oh, I love this. I was like, I love how spooky this is. And then all of a sudden, like, halfway through the movie, they're like, we're making a bad impression. Let's all be friends. And I'm like... <laughs> what like my whole thing I think my main issue with this was like if they needed someone's help to fix the elevator why were they trying to scare them away Hmm, I was like if someone comes in and you've been waiting forever like they were like we've been waiting for so long I'm like the first thing I would do is be like can you fix the elevator (laughs) like we've been trying to get maintenance here for years like yeah they didn't trust him yeah because remember he he was kind of using them yeah. Or his intent was True. to use them. Maybe that's why they maybe they them. caught like caught on his his energy. Like they caught on to his vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, their ghost parameters were interesting to me too, because the movie star actress Claire Poulet, played Ooh. by Melora Hardin, yeah. like she met Buzzy outside, right? Yeah. And like she was able to go outside. And the like groundskeeper Q never went inside but he clearly like hung out outside the hotel all the time Mm -hmm. question mark and so (laughs) it's like so your your great grandpa or your grandpa like couldn't go outside and be like hey dude like we're cool can you come in and like try and fix this help us us?" out yeah yeah they're like ghost parameters were interesting to me yeah I also thought it was funny how they were like, this is some grand reveal that Claire's a ghost when literally in the beginning, like we saw her face, like we saw her in the elevator. Yes. And I was also like, how did she leave the hotel? Because like, like you said, like it just, it didn't make any sense, the parameters of everything because Anna at one point was like, the ghosts are stuck here. And I was like, are they though? Um, Yeah. That was kind of strange to me. And also just starting off from the beginning, I didn't like Buzzy as a character. Like, no, I wrote down one of my like burning questions was like, is he bad or is he just a guy that's like down on his luck and he's trying to get his job back? Yeah. I really, I couldn't tell if he was like a sincere character or not. And even by the end of it, like, sure, they mission accomplished, they free the ghosts and all of that. But really more so with the help of Anna, not with yeah. Buzzy. A hundred percent. And Jill. Like Jill did oh, yeah. most of the investigation. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. she did most of the work. She's the one that found out that Abigail was the villain. And I was like, is there any thank you for her? Like I didn't like that they ended up together in the end. I was like, she deserves better. Like she was such an icon. Also, after that he was like like he had the nerve to storm into the newsroom and be yeah. like, give me my job. Also, do you like want to go to dinner to that yes. place with the fish and blah, blah, blah. And then like yeah, two cringe. seconds later, yeah. start flirting with that, with, with the ghost. <laughs> and he's just like, wow, you're so beautiful. The camera loves you. And I'm like, Pick and then Anna's like rolling her eyes. Yes. Yes. Buzzy, remember our mission? We got to get yes. the items. See, 
one thing I wish that reveal was a little bit better like I wish that was a little bit more well done because I feel like I'm like do you guys hear the siren outside right now like it's oh, so loud oh it was a siren I yeah I thought it was a kid it was a ghost like oh. yeah I thought it was like <laughs> like oh shit it's perfect <laughs> um but yeah like I feel like that was kind of like a anticlimactic reveal in a way just having her be like by the way I'm a ghost and just like coming out of nowhere like sparkles glitter shine Mm -hmm. hello I've made my entrance I was like why didn't we have him take the pictures and then get them developed and she's like not there that would have been good yeah like I wish I wish that there was just some kind of redeeming factor for him because I was like he didn't put any puzzle pieces together himself like he really didn't do much and this is the main character I just I kind of was disappointed by him as a character um and then just putting his niece in harm's way all the time like in the beginning he put her in the alien suit and then didn't tell the guy that she was in the suit yeah and he was like oh you didn't see her breathing and I'm like what like yeah but that was also a really good transition though I do have to say directing wise from the elevator crash to that I was like oh my god is this really like a a biop like an autopsy scene of these like burnt elevator victims like yeah dang this movie's gonna be dark and I was like oh never mind but but they did its job like that was a good like gotcha moment yeah, that was really good. And I was like, at first I was like, did they just kill a kid? I was like, literally, did they just like kill a kid in the elevator? I was so worried. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like this whole thing is like, she's one of the ghosts. And that's like crazy to me. But yeah, Abigail was just wild. That's like one of my, one of my notes is literally Abigail is wild. I couldn't. When she goes to Buzzy's apartment and then Buzzy's, um, is it Buzzy or Buzz? I think, uh, I think his official character's name is Buzzy, but they call yeah. him Buzz. Buzz. Okay. So he's helping his neighbor carry the groceries. And then the neighbor's like, oh, I didn't know your mom was in town. And he's like, what do you mean my mom's in town? Yeah. There's like a woman in your house. He's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what up. would, it's what would you all do if yes. you got home and there was like a, oh, hello, like a nice little old lady. I would run the other way. Yes. But she but she wants to talk to you about like ghost conspiracy theories. No. You don't think you'd be a little excited? I'm out. How'd you get in my house? <laughs> yes. The second you know where I live. was in my house, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm not going to be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, she can stay there. She can take whatever she wants. I don't trust her. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I didn't know really how to feel about this movie. Because like I said, I loved it up until like halfway through the movie. And then all of a sudden when they were like buddy buddy with the ghosts, I was like, wow, you guys ruined all like the fun horror part of it. Like I know it's a kid's yeah. movie, but there was still some freaky parts at the beginning. And I was like, I guess we can solve the murder. Like I guess <laughs> we can. It's very family forward. Yeah. Very like you know, kids saves the day, adult health, you know, it's repaired relationships, repaired sibling relationships. It's very interesting. I I really wish that they had leaned a little bit more on the spookier side. We know that DJ McHale is very capable of doing that and creating some great visual gore without being like too traumatizing for kids. I don't know if they had different regulations because it was a 
like TV movie, but yet again, and not to like always talk about, are you afraid of the dark, but like, that's kind of, and goosebumps, like those are kind of my two comparisons. Those were also made for TV movies and TV shows, but they were able to like say less and do more in those episodes than this movie. And then not to completely like rip it apart because I still enjoyed it. It, It's a very kid-friendly movie. And I think if I did see this as a kid, I, there were, um, a couple of jump scares that I thought were really yeah. good. Like um, when they pop out of the kitchen and the guy's like oh, headless. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I, just the overall, like the props and the scenery were Gorgina. Yeah. I, it makes me miss the ride in California so much because we got the guardians of the galaxy oh. overlay. Um, but Florida still has tower of terror. That's um, what I went to the Florida. Yeah. 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 Oh, and it's so good. And like the lobby, just the, the cobwebs, everything like set in place. I love. It's so cool. Yeah. And I think that there's also something very inherently scary about 1939. We're on the cusp of World War II. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there's like creepy jazz music. And my husband and I were joking, like we all know that there's only two types of ghosts. You either get like a Victorian ghost or you get like a thirties or forties <laughs> kind of ghost. Everyone is assigned a ghost at birth and it's either like a Victorian one funny. or one from 1939, which yes. is like spooky. <laughs> My gosh, we were just talking about that at work. I don't even know why we were talking about this at work, but the other day we were like, imagine ghosts, like people a hundred years from now seeing ghosts from 2023 and they're just like I'm trying to do my TikTok can you leave me alone like, <laughs> like, like I'm streaming can you can you not it's just a ghost asking you for wi-fi hey, yes. what's your wifi? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like super angry all the time just like I don't want to be here either can they're vaping <laughs> <laughs> yes I loved the music in this. I thought that the music was so well done. I love the oldies. I love like how even the jump scares parts, I thought it was so original how like during a few of the scenes, it was quiet during the jump scare. And I was like, usually the music builds up a little bit and then you get the jump scare, but it was so quiet. I wasn't even expecting it. So I thought that was really well done. I also thought it was really cool how most everything in this movie, except for, I think the part, from where they actually fix the elevator on mm-hmm. most of this movie takes place during the day and i was yeah, like that kind of took me right. by surprise a little bit like Never usually scary movies like this that. are at night right usually the paranormal ghost stuff it's like oh it's dark ghost gonna come out or exactly. we're getting ready for bed we know it's gonna happen exactly so it was kind of cool to see them like experience the ghost and then run outside and it's still daylight and like you <laughs> fixing the car or something like um <laughs> I also thought it was interesting how Q's great granddad built the hotel, but his granddad was a bellhop. And I was like, he also looked like he was 12 years old. And I was like, he had a kid? Yeah, it's because that actor, if he looked familiar to you, he was in Children of the Corn. Oh, really? And he was like the kid who was like the cult leader um, of Children of the Corn. If you haven't seen it, it's yeah. like convinced all the kids to like murder the adults in town. And he was oh like Jebediah. It was like the kid with like the big black yeah. hat. And I think, I don't know if it's like, um, I don't want to say like a disease. Um, right. But just something that like kind of stunts your growth or like permanently makes you yeah. look like dwarfism. Yeah, yeah, almost. Like he just genetically looks so young. And at one point I kind of thought that he was like a kid during this. But then, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he had a grandson. So 
Um, that's one part that I thought was kind of missing. I wish we had seen him say hi to his son or something or like, yes, maybe his wife or his girlfriend was at the party and she was pregnant or something like. Exactly. I'm things. sorry, real quickly. Yeah. I did look this up. Um, the name of the actor was John Franklin and he was okay. diagnosed with GHD as a kid. And it's yeah. the reason for his short stature. So oh, he was okay. signed into contract at the age of 23 because he looked like 12. Well, oh, like wow. he was 12 years old. So when he did Children of the Corn, he was 24 playing <gasps> a child. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, so one of the things that... <laughs> I thought was funny about this movie was how Buzz just kept reading spells just out loud. Like he would just like read them to himself, like story time. And I was like, imagine he actually had some power and he's like cursing someone this entire movie. Right. Right. There's that scene where um, Anna's sleeping over Mm -hmm. and she's on the couch and then he's just sitting there in front of the couch. She's like, turns over like, yeah don't be don't be reading those out loud right I mean I am glad that he kind of learned something from that though because the part comes on later where um he's like the way to undo a curse is by saying its counterpart and I was like you came in handy like oh my gosh for the first time in the movie Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I really don't have much else to say about this movie I thought that the ending was probably the most confusing in my opinion because I felt so bad. Like I literally almost teared up a little bit when they find out that they were on their way to Abigail's birthday party. It's my birthday. That was so sad. <laughs> I was like, she just like murdered her her sister and her nanny, like while they were on their way to yeah. her birthday party. That's like that it. is wild. And she had no idea. But then she like disappears all of a sudden in the elevator. Yes. Backing up two steps. Okay, yeah. so they, they have the grand reveal. It's the slowest elevator rise, first of all, in cinematic history. I know this is like a <laughs> 1930s elevator, but that baby was just like, like enough for Steve Gutenberg to run up and down the stairs like twice, like yeah. to the basement. <laughs> yeah. And also I love that Abigail was like casting her spell, like literally two doors down while they're yeah. doing hotel maintenance. She's like, well, don't mind me. I'm going to be in the other room. <laughs> walks in on her and she's like mind your business <laughs> yeah you you child sure now <laughs> so funny but like what drives me nuts is that they they reveal it was my birthday you never cared about me and then the shirley temple discount sally yeah. was her name right sally um, yeah. fine sally was just like well it was we were having a surprise party for you and then what drove what drove me nuts the most yeah. was that they made sally apologize they're like sally is there something that you want to say to your sister and she was yeah. like I'm sorry that I I shared the lime. I don't think like yes. I made I you for this part. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then that like that part what really makes her apologize. Like the oh. writers and stuff oh, made oh, basically oh. made her be the one to be like, I'm sorry that I outshone you, like that I oh, shone I too bright and blinded everyone around me. Like I just I didn't like that because we didn't get any sign from the beginning from Sally as a character that she was a bad person or that Mm -hmm. she was like in any ways malicious towards her sister and Mm -hmm. so like this whole time you're like why would her sister murder her like that makes no sense Mm -hmm. so 
I kind of thought that part was missing too. I thought, I wish we had seen more of their relationship prior to the elevator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even and- flashbacks, like at some point. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, they did a pretty good job, like keeping that reveal. Mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised of like, oh, dang, they're sisters. Yeah. Um, but that again, it's like hard to, <laughs> it's hard to be mad at a villain when she's like a very cute old woman. I know. <laughs> But it's funny because so Shalina at the end when the elevator is like dropping and yeah. it's, you know, like the lightning's going to strike again. Little Sally has her little like sister BFF necklace bracelet or something that she was going to give to Abigail on her like surprise birthday at the tipsy top tipsy top club. Tipsy or top club. Yeah. And so she was just like, do you forgive me? And she's like, I forgive you. And then she like gives her the bracelet. And then they both just have this weird like PowerPoint like transition. Okay. Okay. I think I remember that. Yes. It reminds me of Marvel when like Odin just disappears and like. And then the other characters disappear from the party too. Right. At the end. Later. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And then. Like, even at the end, I was confused because this whole time I thought that the two, like, middle-aged people were Sally's parents. Mm. Like, I don't know why. I guess I just assumed because they were all together in the elevator that they were her parents. Um, Obviously, that wasn't right. So (laughs) Sally Sally gets reconnected with her parents at the end and then she disappears. Like, she goes into a ball of light, disappears. Mm. But then she comes back for Abigail. And I was like, so she can come back that's what made me the most mad about this ending is yes. i have two two questions for you both and i'd love to hear your thoughts on this Ooh, hold on let me take a sip of coffee first. okay <laughs> i'm gonna, I'm gonna take a sip of water all right ready okay question one would you forgive your sibling for something oh. like this <laughs> and question no. two <laughs> is it ethical to give Abigail a second chance in life <laughs> as a ghost. She murdered like five people. <laughs> Does she really deserve a birthday party after this and like a second chance in life? Go. No. Long story. I don't story know short, if I would no. forgive them for killing me. I don't think so. I just think her but- motive was so like one dimensional and shallow that it just was jealous. Like- yeah. yeah like that was literally it her whole motive was like jealousy like you guys forgot my birthday bye like yeah remember like, she she was a kid when she killed them too so the mind's not really fully developed at that age too not I, that I'm like defending her right but, but I also thought it was crazy how like she was willing to like at one point I think they said that she was like basically damning them to hell and I was like for like eternal what did they say? They said something about like eternal pain or something like that. Oh, and I was yeah, like, just oh, being spell? stuck in limbo what? forever, not being able to like make it to the top. I was like, that's so horrible. Yeah. Well, we I know can't... her birthday is Halloween, so she's a Scorpio. So mm. I don't know if that. <laughs> <laughs> my sorry to my Scorpios out there, but I mean, <laughs> think about like it was my birthday, and they didn't know, so I'm gonna just zap them all away (laughs) (laughs) that it just it was wild and I mean I don't know I don't think I would personally I think I would be like nope we're not friends anymore like lose my number (laughs) like yeah yeah. that's dark 
it's too dark. Ethically, um, I would try to send her back to the real world. And then like my one last request would be to ask Buzzy to write the story and send her ass to jail. Yeah. Yeah. But then she just disappears. She turns yeah, into a cloud she's... of glitter and just. I don't re- wow. I don't remember her disappearing. Yeah. Did she turn then... back into a kid? Mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the end. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. So at the end, she like. She disappears in the elevator and then she comes back. And one thing that I was confused about too was like the party that they went Mm -hmm. to. I was like, none of these people died that night. Like it was only the five of them in the elevator, but the whole party was still as it was like 60 years before. And I'm like, I guess that maybe is just like an illusion because then when maybe it is, yeah. Then when they all went to the like afterlife or whatever, when they all passed on, like the party was gone. So I was like, maybe that was just an illusion, but yeah, we could also maybe conclude that these people themselves have all passed on maybe. since 60 years later. And maybe they were in their like, you know, twenties or thirties, forties, these right. people at the party, but, but that only counts if it was made today in 97, some of these ghosts from 1939 or people that would have been at the party would still be yeah. alive. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, then at the end, obviously, like Abigail and Sally like hold hands and they pass on together. And I was like, yes, it just mm. the only thing that started to make me tear up was when Poulet, uh Claire got to sing her song because oh, that actress man. actually has a really great voice. And it she is so a- good. And I love, I was, I'm saying with you, Lex, I love that era of music, like big swing, big band music. And I was like, she had to sing a song. I love it. (laughs) I know. And she sounded so good. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. get over it. And I love that dress. Like the dress that she had on the entire time. I was like, go off. Like, I loved it. Although I'm more of a Sally outfit kind of girl. I was like, I need the poofy skirt. I would <laughs> I would want to be at all pink, like Glinda the Good Witch. I would be yes. popping off. I really don't have much else to say about this movie. Is there anything else that you guys would have changed about this that you think would have made it better? Hmm. I just would have made it a little bit more spooky. Rumor mm. has it that Scarlett Johansson got the rights to do a remake of this. Yeah. And she had, she gotten into a lawsuit with Disney when they decided to put Black Widow on streaming rather than release. So she like Mm -hmm. paused it and then they settled or whatever. Um, And then I don't know if she's picked it back up with like the SAG strikes and stuff. I mean, we're not in striking anymore. I say we as if I'm in the pickets but I'm not um but they're I think they reached a negotiation yeah but I'd be curious to see what they would do in a modern remake because I think that they can get away with something that's a little bit more scary because the ride itself is such a beautiful ride I always Mm -hmm. got the heebie-jeebies waiting in line um I again like there's just something ominous and spooky about that time period anyways and so Guardians of the Galaxy is fun. It's a fun ride, but it's very different vibe from the ride. Yeah. Uh, Tower of Terror ride. Yeah. How would you compare this to like the the films that are based on other Disney rides? Because I thought that like Haunted Mansion, the original was like average, but oh, yeah. I know that they also did like Jungle Cruise. They did Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I mean, for me, Pirates of the Caribbean is like top tier. I love that series so much. 
But how do you guys feel that this stacked up against like Haunted Mansion or Jungle Cruise or any of those? I didn't realize Pirates of the Caribbean was based off a ride. Mm-hmm. I thought the ride came after. No. Oh. Mm. I would say that would be number one. Yeah. Like Tower of Terror can't touch. I know. <laughs> <Pirates of the Caribbean. laughs> I don't think a lot of even like non-movie ride, ride movies can yeah. touch Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Like as complicated as it is now with Johnny Depp, I still yeah. have such high praise for that movie. It was just so well done and kind of spooky when yep. Elizabeth is on the Black Pearl and then they transition into the skeletons. Best believe in ghost stories. You're in yep. one. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's so scary. Yeah. And I love how it kind of took like all the spooky rides in a way and like mm-hmm. made them into movies. Like, besides Jungle Cruise, which I think wasn't that scary of a ride, but I still love that. I'm like, Haunted Mansion was okay, but I'm yes. dying to see the remake. I think it looks so good. Have you yeah, guys I seen it yet? Is it out? It's out right now, right? It'll be I out think October 4th here, like in the U.S. Oh, okay. on streaming services. But I don't know about what, like when it'll be out in Canada. Oh, because uh, so it's not coming out in theaters? It oh, already it, came out. Yeah, oh, it was it released yeah. the same weekend as wow, Barbie. Like... So I think oh. that that's why it didn't do very good. Between yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer, sweet, sweet oh, Haunted no. Mansion didn't have a chance, which is a shame. I heard the people that I know that have seen it actually said it was really good. Oh. Um, so I have pretty good hopes for it. They did a Muppet remake of the Muppet. I love Mansion. it. <laughs> it's so, so good. Taraji P. Henson was amazing in that. I loved her. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so um, just a quick question before we get into our critic ratings. Have you guys ever had a ghost encounter? Oh gosh. Give us the spooky tea before we leave. Um, Do night night terrors or night demons count as ghost encounters? Because if they do, that's on the regular for me. Oh Oh my gosh. Girl, run. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah, I am someone, unfortunately, who does have night terrors and mm. occasionally like night de- or like sleep paralysis, yeah. night demon. So like I will be awake and have my eyes open and there is something above me. Oh um, my gosh. That's like my biggest fear. I literally cover my head when I go to sleep and like leave only my nose to breathe. I don't want <laughs> to see anything. Oh, wow. What about you, Shalina? I don't think so. But who's to oh, say? Wow. Ooh. Um, yes. You, you never true. know. You never know? know. You never know. You never but know. I know my aunt, she could see, I don't know if they're ghosts, but she has seen her, she has seen my grandma's mom. Oh, wow. Before. I guess that's a That's ghost so story. cool, though. Yeah, when she was younger. Like, that's and amazing. she, like, explained how she looked. And then my grandma's like, yeah, that's my mom. <gasps> she wasn't alive when you were born oh I just got goosebumps oh my gosh that's crazy yeah so that's the closest like adjacent I literally I don't I don't want that no yeah just let me see the the regular I know she's like I I'm she's like I'm already stressed out enough with normal people (laughs) (laughs) I yeah I only had it happen one time where I had like a sleep paralysis moment but I didn't see anything. 
I was just like asleep in my bed. I had my pillow, my head on the pillow to the side. And all of a sudden it felt like I was being dragged off the pillow by my hair, like slowly. And I remember like being able to wake myself up super quick, but I, my head was still like where I fell asleep. So I was like, okay, nothing's there because it felt like I was falling off the bed, but my head's still where I fell asleep. And then also I had my dog sleep with me. So I was like, if anything was happening, my dog would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. So like moral of the story, guys, get a pet, <laughs> get a pet for protection against anything in the afterlife. But yeah, are you guys ready to get into the critic ratings and our ratings? Let's do it. Sure. All right. So Tower of Terror received a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Since it is a TV movie, there's no critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but it does have a 53% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And it also has two out of five stars on Common Sense Media. Now for our ratings, we can rate Tower of Terror on a scale from A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this movie is spooky season perfection. It's family friendly fun. And I will definitely put this on my future Halloween watch lists. And F minus meaning this is painful to get through. It's 89 minutes too long. And the most terrifying (laughs) thing about this movie is that something this bad exists. Based on this rating scale, how would you rate Tower of Terror? Oh, Simone's dying over there. <laughs> 89 minutes too long. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so I'm gonna drag in a little bit of no more late fees rating because they do two ratings of like what is your Y2K rating and what's your current rating. So okay. if I if I was a kid watching this. I'd probably give this a solid like B plus, mm. you know, like it, it, it fills the Halloween bucket. It fills yeah. the spooky bucket. I can watch this comfortably by myself and, you know, feel fine. Um, but as an adult, I'd probably give this a C. Yeah. There's just, I just wish that some of the characters were a little bit more redeeming and it just, it's just felt really campy and it aged yeah. itself I think that's fair I definitely think that this had the effect of like um Halloween Town 2 at the yeah. end where like he's like I dare you to take the books and then all of a sudden ah! <laughs> like he like disappears in a cloud of like light or like twitches when they're like the opposite of darkness is love just like that kind of like Disney effect where it's like yeah it's spooky, but it's also like fun for kids. So I definitely feel that nostalgia score on your end. Like that's perfect. I probably would have said B too. But what about you, Shalina? Um, as a kid, I would say yeah, B, like high B, A minus. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as a kid. As an adult, I guess I have to rewatch it again. But the ending, when you guys were explaining, I'm like, oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, B minus. That's C fair. plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me as an adult, I would definitely give this a C just because maybe like borderline C minus. Um, just because I'm definitely not gonna return to this anytime in the future. I think maybe like 10 years down the line, if I'm like, oh, I remember that movie exists. Let me see if it's any good now. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll probably wait a while and um I don't know. I feel like this is definitely one that won't make it to my rewatch list. So 
Um, especially when I have like Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus right. and all these other like amazing movies that it goes up against. But um, I will say that I'm really glad that we watched it because yes. we were saying before that before we started recording that like because this isn't really well known because this was a very like testing era in Disney yeah. of a made for TV movie something that was based off of a ride like you can't find this streaming. So it's not on Disney plus. You do have to kind of dig around for it. You can find it yeah. on YouTube or you can rip it off online. Like I did. Um, don't come for <laughs> don't me. Don't listen Mickey. to Mr. FBI man. <laughs> or Mickey. Uh, <laughs> He's like, huh? gotcha. I'm waiting for uh, your door to like fly open in the background. Like the big bird meme, uh, but it's Mickey. <laughs> oh my God. But I'm, yeah, I'm glad we chose it. Cause it's kind of like this little, like indie disney movie like you'll tell people about it and they're like oh yeah i've seen that but it's not as well known and i Mm kind of like to shalina's point like more people should see this so you know if you're looking for something silly and whimsical and like a little bit of nostalgia if you're missing the ride like i am because i won't be going to florida anytime soon unfortunately um it 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 scratches your little itch for that yeah it definitely feels like Disney's second cousin twice removed like it's it's still a fun time and like I really enjoyed watching it because I enjoyed making fun of it and I know that's horrible but I like I found some of it to be so funny just like roasting it the entire time yeah and like we love making predictions while watching movies so like this was one of those that was a lot of fun to to try and and figure out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Thank you. This is a spooky season. I'm so happy. (laughs) Do you guys have any plans for Halloween? I haven't thought of any yet. I don't know. Ooh, are you going to have like a spur of the moment decision? I think so. I don't know. Do you know what your costume is? No. The kids keep asking me at work. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know yet. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm gonna be a Powerpuff girl this year. I think me and oh, my coworkers nice. right, you were saying that. Yes. I even like the people can't see it, but I got a bubbles phone case. Oh, that's cute. So in her little glasses or a pop thing. Oh, they move. Oh that's that is so cute. What about you, Simone? Um, so I love passing out candy to kids trick or treating. I don't want that to sound creepy at all, but I live vicariously through that. I love, so we, in my neighborhood, we just hang out on the porch or the garage. Um, so we have our house all kind of decked out and families and kids will kind of walk up and I just love like chit-chatting with people. Yeah. Drink and just enjoying. Um, and then our friends do an annual haunted house. So once the trick-or-treaters stop, then we go down to their house, um, and we'll play little scare jump actors. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like so much fun. It's super fun. I lost my voice last year. I was a zombie and like trying to like (laughs) grab people. I couldn't talk for two days. (laughs) I love that. Well, you'll definitely have to send pictures because (laughs) (laughs) like my sister does that with my with my neighbors every year and she has the ugliest masks and literally just the mask scares the crap out of me. But um, they do the same thing. They just like chase people down the street like her uh my neighbor takes I guess the blade out of the chainsaw and like chases mm-hmm. people with it so I'm like oh my gosh I don't know how yeah. they think of this stuff but it's genius <laughs> but all right well you guys have a safe and happy Halloween yes, thank you for Halloween. joining me 
Happy Halloween. Yes. Thank and you. Shalina, tell the people where they can find you. Yes. You could listen to my podcast, Everything 90s Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Yes. And my new podcast, uh, 90s Kind of World on Spotify. That one's about living single. The yes, it TV is. Show. Yep. And yeah, on Instagram, I'm at Everything 90s Podcast. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful spooky season. Yeah, you too. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next week.